We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. Baseball is in full swing. NBA playoffs are heating up. And your NFL team is gearing up for training camp. Listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the Odyssey app. The biggest sports radio stations in the country providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place exclusive interviews with players coaches and team executives streaming live and always available on demand stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the odyssey app it's the most hotly contested statewide race on the primary ballot this month and you're going to hear why but it's also a race that in one way or another probably touches your life this weekend we hear from the candidates for illinois secretary of state Hello, I'm political editor Craig Delamore, and this is At Issue. The Illinois Secretary of State issues driver's licenses, registers vehicles and corporations. It also registers people who sell securities and investment advisors. It also registers lobbyists. The office maintains official state records and it also oversees a network of state libraries. And it's the largest employer in state government. It's a powerful office. And it's been held by Democrat Jesse White for more than two decades. But White is not running again, so his is a very desirable open seat. Well, the week before last, the Union League Club of Chicago held a forum for the three leading Democratic candidates for Secretary of State. It was an informative and briefly uh, testy exchange of ideas. I was honored to serve as moderator, and this week we're going to let you hear some of what transpired. The candidates are in alphabetical order, former State Treasurer Alexei Janulius, Chicago Alderman David Moore, and current Chicago City Clerk Anna Valencia. The rules were simple and straightforward. This was a forum, not a debate, so rebuttals weren't allowed. Time limits were strictly enforced and generally obeyed. Each candidate was allowed four minutes for opening remarks, and there were written questions from the audience. The first speaker was former Treasurer and banker Alexei Janulius. The deadly mass shooting at the school in Uvalde, Texas, was fresh on everyone's mind then, and Janulius felt he could not ignore it. I happen to have a sixth grade, uh, a six-year-old who's in first grade and a four-year-old, and I can't stop thinking about the other night. And I don't care if you're a Democrat or a Republican, leadership matters. Elections matter. We can pass common-sense gun laws, and I'm not naive to think that this will never happen again if we pass some of these laws, but if we can save one kid's life, one kid's life, please, please, Let's get it done. I'm sorry, but I think that should be at the, at the forefront of what every, everyone runs for, and that's why it's so important that all of you are here today to be involved in the conversation, to come here on a Thursday at lunch to hear from candidates. So thank you from the bottom of my heart. I hope... Okay. Um, so please, let's keep them in our thoughts, uh, in our hearts, and our prayers. I am excited uh, about this campaign. The Secretary of State's office uh, is the largest Secretary of State's office in the United States. We impact more people's lives on an everyday basis than any other office in state government. 
Jesse White has done uh, an outstanding job as a public servant. Uh, I want to focus on modernization, uh, voting rights. Uh, when it comes to modernization, we have to technologically advance the office. People are waiting way too long in line at our DMVs for simple government services. We have to eliminate the time tax that too many Illinoisans are paying every single day just to obtain simple government services. A couple things. Number one, I want to implement our Skip the Line program. About a year ago, I introduced uh, a program to help uh, individuals schedule a time to go into the DMV. They know what time they go there. The people who work there know what time these individuals are coming in. They schedule an appointment. Uh, residents receive a text message confirming that appointment. They go in. It makes everyone's life, life easier. It's what the private sector is doing. It's what we should be doing in state government. We've also talked about digital driver's license and digital IDs. Um, about 20 other states right now allow people to have their driver's license or ID on their mobile device. This helps create efficiency, helps reduce lines, and again helps eliminate the time tax. I've also talked about the creation of a Secretary of State app. So all the services of the Secretary of State's office uh, is on the app. Driver's license, IDs, uh, title, business registration. We've also talked about kiosks inside the DMVs, pop-up offices in the DMVs, services at our, at our libraries. I also want to assign office advocates, for, especially for seniors and those uh, with disabilities. And we've even discussed the importance of having vision tests online. Other states are doing it. The technology already exists. Again, people shouldn't be waiting two and three hours in line just to get their, uh, their eye exam. Most importantly is this fight for voting rights. What we're seeing across the country, and even a candidate on the other side, Representative Dan Brady, is working hard to disenfranchise voters. And we cannot let that happen. We have a former president who says that there was voter fraud, even though there's no evidence of that. You have these bills and laws that are being passed across the country to disenfranchise voters. Secretaries of State in many states are the last line of defense when it comes to voting rights. Now, Secretary of State's not the election authority in Illinois, but we do have a very important role to play. I look forward to talking about how we're going to expand automatic voter registration in Illinois. I also have a proposal along with Senator Ron Villivalum uh, to pre-register 16 and 17-year-olds so that when they turn 18, they are already automatically registered to vote. 14 other states currently do that. I also want to use the office to enfranchise voters, to focus on mail-in uh, balloting, early voting. And I'm even in favor of Election Day being declared a national holiday. We need everyone, more than ever, to vote, to step up, to be registered, to be engaged. I also want to talk about ethics. People in Illinois are sick and tired of scandal and corruption. Sick and tired of it. I don't care if you're a Democrat or Republican. Pay to play has to end in Illinois. Every day there's a new story. I am proud um, to be the only candidate who's put forth a comprehensive ethics package because no one at any level of government should be allowed to lobby anyone else at any other level of government. We also want to make sure the Inspector General uh, has more teeth. We also don't want spouses of elected officials put them in a tough position where they feel the need that they have to lobby. We think that's an important piece of legislation. We have to rebuild the trust between the public and the elected officials. We're also the state's librarian. We're in charge of overseeing about uh, 3,400 libraries across the, uh, across the state, uh, licensed to read, more electronic offerings, free tutoring, free mentoring. I'm being told I have 10 seconds. I also look forward today to discussing the securities division, enhancing business services, more electronic charging stations. I'm going to try and be respectful of the time. Thank you all for allowing me to be here today.
The next candidate to introduce himself was Southside Chicago Alderman David Moore. I'll tell you just a little about me. My name is, again, David Moore. I'm currently an alderman in the 17th Ward, serving in my um, seventh year. Many of you all may um, know um, there's a difference between a servant and a public servant. Um, I started serving at an early age in church under the leadership of the late great Reverend Dr. Clay Evans. And then it was at 13 that I got exposed to um, public service uh, when my uncle was an assistant precinct captain. He would pay me $5 to run up and down the street and put literature in people's mailbox. And, of course, I didn't care about politics. I just wanted that $5. Um, to buy me some Boston baked beans and Chico sticks with. But when I turned 13, that same uncle took me to the Roberts Motel on 63rd and King Drive with him, for those of you who remember. And there I met a state senator by the name of Harold Washington who was running for Congress. And he told me and he said, hey, it's important that young people being involved in their community. And at that point, that $5 no longer became important to me, but serving in my community became important to me. And that's why I eventually ran for Alderman of 17th Ward. Um, the Secretary of State seat is a very um, critical seat. You'll hear me talk about it in, in three forms, the um, service of the Secretary of State, the business of the Secretary of State, and the responsibility of the Secretary of State. From the um, service of the Secretary of State, everybody, it's important that this seat remain a servant seat and not go back to being a political seat. Back in 1997, I'm the only one in his race who circulated petitions for Secretary of State Jesse White to get elected. And I did this because that office was mired in corruption and scandal. And I wanted to make sure someone in that seat, it was someone who had a servant's heart. It's important that we're transparent in all 20 departments of the Secretary of State's office, not just um, driver service, but business services, as the state librarians, as the person who um, handles um, registrations of lobbyists, which is very critical. And then you'll hear me talk about the business of the Secretary of State. Uh, one of the things, you, I want to use my accounting degree and my operations management degree, spent 10 years in the private sector working for Fortune 500 companies, including Ralston and Perina and the Clorox company. And I want to make sure I'm a fiscal agent, coming there and making sure that we keep those fees low, but at the same time running effective and efficient operation. As we modernize that office, taking it from a mainframe system and using cloud computing and making sure that we're protecting our data. I also want to make sure that we're creative. I was the first one in this race to talk about digital license plates as an option. We have an epidemic right now of carjacking, and right now uh, we cannot catch criminals. And one of the things that these digital license plates will do, if your car is stolen or carjacked, it will display stolen, stolen on it, and so therefore they can get apprehended. And those are the things that I want to make sure that we do. Is I also can bring in revenue. Right now we have uninsured motorists on the street, you all, and if a person is driving, that license plate will display uninsured, and we can get that revenue into the city and as well as keep people safe. And so those are the things from the business standpoint. From the responsibility of the Secretary of State, yes, it's important that we protect voter rights and do voter integrity. That's why I'm the first one in this race to say that when a child, they come in at 16, they cannot um, register to vote, but they can get a driver's license. But on their 18th birthday, they'll get a card from me saying, you automatically register to vote. And we're going to give them an opt-out option instead of an opt-in option to get more young people on the voting roll. And then I also talked about making sure that our seniors get discounts. Uh, right now, veterans get discounts, people with disabilities get discounts, as they should. But I want to make sure our seniors get discounts as well. And then also 
from the responsibility as Secretary of State. I'm the first one in this race that talked about creating 122 youth engagement offices for um, all of our um, young people and giving them full-time interns. And then even more importantly, the reason why I um, supported Secretary of State back in 1997, it's important. Ethics, character, and integrity is important. I have to tell my friend, he is not the only one that presented a at this package, we presented ours on um, May 2nd to make sure that we're expanding the office of the Inspector General so that we can put integrity offices in every region of this state so that all 20 departments are, are um, scrutinized and making sure that people are not using that office to enrich themselves, their family members, or their friends. I tell you all, Illinois does not deserve anything less. Illinois deserves more, David Moore for Secretary of State, and I hope I can earn your support to be your next Secretary of State of Illinois. Thank you. The next statement was from the Chicago City Clerk, Anna Valencia. Good afternoon. Thank you so much for having me. Um, I'm gonna also take a moment um, as a mom uh, I thought that Alexi brought up a good point of what happened the other night and what's happening in Chicago. And illegal guns are coming through the streets and flooding our streets, and it's too easy. It's easier to get a gun than get baby formula in this country, and that is wrong. That is wrong. And so I will do everything I can in my own power and platform and advocate to make sure that we are doing what we can here in Chicago and Illinois, because no whatever platform you're honored to have, you need to be able to speak the truth from it. So, I am Anna Valencia, the city clerk of Chicago, but before I became the city clerk of Chicago, I grew up in Granite City, Illinois. Fun fact, if anyone can say where they know where Granite is. All right, right here, here. So I am a born to working class family. My dad is a union painter. He uh, literally painted the stripes on our street for 37 years, just retired a few weeks ago. My mom worked at a nonprofit for over 20 years, and with them and some amazing public high school teachers, I made it to the University of Illinois, first in my family to graduate college. And I decided to go into public service, serving the last 15 years in government and helping other Democrats get elected. And in 2016, something changed for me. It changed for a lot of women. Hillary Clinton lost. And I just felt like there were too many things that were going to happen to our future so much fear out there for women and what was it going to mean for Roe v. Wade and we're seeing that play out. What it meant for undocumented community, the fear of deportation. So I decided to raise my hand and serve as city clerk of Chicago being sworn in five days after Donald Trump and have been working ever since to make sure we're helping lift up all communities, especially marginalized communities. So day one, we started the municipal ID card, which is the first ever government ID that's a library card, a prescription card, a transportation card all in one. It's free. Uh, before the pandemic and just the last month, we were printing them out at Cook County Jail for women leaving. So they had a dignity of a government ID. We also led on fines and fees reform in Chicago. I met a bus driver, a CTA bus driver, father of five from North Lawndale, who had $5,000 in city sticker ticket debt. The city told, her he had, told him he had to put half down 2500 because here in Chicago, you know, if you don't register your vehicle in my office, it's $200 a day of fine. So when he didn't have it, they suspended his driver's license, he lost his CDL, and he lost his ability to provide for his family. Wrong. Total opposite of what we're supposed to do. So we worked with Governor Pritzker, Secretary White, the state legislature, and um, many advocates and parents. We passed a law that no longer suspends driver's license for non-moving violations, giving 55,000 Chicago residents back their driver's license and ability to get to work. 
We are modernizing our office, the clerk's office. You may now notice that, uh, for the first time in Chicago history and any major US city to do it, aldermen are voting electronically. So there's more openness and transparency to see how your representation votes. These are all the ideas that I done in, we've done in five years that we want to take to the Secretary of State's office. And I am so honored to have Secretary White's endorsement because 24 years ago, he made history as the first African-American to serve in this role. And I will be the first woman Secretary of State in the history of Illinois. And so I'm excited here to talk about our policies, how we're going to modernize the office, continue on Secretary White's legacy, how we're going to work to modernize our libraries. And um, just thank you so much for having me today. You're listening to WBBM News Radio's At Issue. I'm political editor Craig Delamore. These are excerpts from the Union League of Chicago Forum for the top Democratic primary candidates for Illinois Secretary of State. The three are David Moore, Anna Valencia, and Alexi Janulius. At this point, we turned to questions submitted by the audience, and in the first case, one of the sponsors, the Illinois Policy Institute. The candidates were asked about how they might enhance Secretary of State services online. Alexi Janulius went first. Great question. I mentioned in my remarks the importance uh, of modernization. It will be at the forefront of everything that we do in the office. And again, COVID uh, has left too many of uh, our citizens waiting in line for too long just to access simple government services. I talked about the time tax. We need to do everything we can to eliminate it. And again, we're looking at what other states are doing. Digital uh, driver's license, digital IDs. It'll help make it more efficient for the folks who work there, for the people who are uh, waiting in line. We've also discussed vision tests being online. The technology already exists for someone to get their eyes tested at home, secure, unhackable. Um, again, for someone to have to take two buses and wait in the snow for two hours in line for these simple services, um, we think it's uh, something that can be uh, remedied. If you look at uh, the state of Arizona, for example, just about a month ago, they became the ninth state in the country to put their driver's license on the Apple wallet. So when you go to TSA, you don't have to have a boarding pass and the ticket um, separately. You can have it all on, uh, on your phone. We think that's important. Again, the creation of an SOS app, so all the services are online. The private, you know, the, the Secretary of State's office is essentially a retail operation in many respects. The private sector uh, has moved forward, and we need to make sure we modernize the Secretary of State's office. Again, I feel that I'm the only candidate who's got a track record of doing so. I'm the only candidate who's held a statewide office. We modernized the state treasurer's office. We, were, uh, we put all the state's unclaimed property on eBay. I was the first state treasurer in the country to put the unclaimed property, uh, I'm sorry, on eBay. We put the state's investments online, transparency, modernization. It was at the forefront of everything I did to state treasurer. And my goal is to do the exact same um, as Secretary of State. Thank you. David Moore. Same question. Thank you so much. Absolutely. Um, one of the things, um, as I talked about in terms of modernization, first of all, you got to look at your systems. And if you're still on a mainframe system, um, that's a problem in itself. And it's a problem because you, you, you want to make sure that people's data is um, taken care of. And one of the things Secretary of State White has done already, and which I will continue to improve on, is he's moved from the CyberIllinois.com site to the IllinoisSOS.gov site, which gives more protections. And that's the first thing you want to do. Make sure that you're protecting people's information and protecting inf people's data. Um, that is why when I talked about the um, digital license plates, 
this gives you an option, not only from the safety standpoint, which would be very helpful, but also from the standpoint of you don't now have, you don't have to go into the office to do your renewal. That's another step. You don't have to stand in line. You don't have to do your, go to the office to do your registration. That's another time you don't have to go in and stand in line. You don't have to go in the office to do your um, titling. That's another time you can stay out of line. So those are the things that um, we can offer from that standpoint um, with the digital license place, but also making sure that I've learned in corporate America when we go in and audit, making sure that we talk to our subject matter experts to see what can be done, not only from the license standpoint, but even from business services. As people try to get incorporated, they don't want to be going through all of this um, red tape and trying to get their businesses up. So we got to make sure our businesses can go online to make sure that they have what they need to get their businesses up and going. And so technology is critical, but making sure that we um, tap into our subject matter experts. And although I didn't run a state office, one thing I was in, when, when you're working for a Fortune 500 company like Roston Perina, and when we had to set and develop systems, we didn't have a whole... Um, computer department like corporations or like public um, offices do, and, and, but we had to do it ourselves. So I have the track record for doing that, and that's something I plan on, and those talents I plan on bringing to the Secretary of State's office. And Anna Valencia, talking about online services. Yes, yeah, so from day one, we want to go after there's funding in D.C. through the Infrastructure Fund where we can get cybersecurity money to bring in. And first thing, I want to look at cybersecurity, making sure data is secured. Looking at things like blockchain, which is not a centralized location, but is actually more decentralized. It's easier. It's harder for hackers to hack. We haven't done that in government, but we should learn from corporations and others that are doing this work and see what kind of experience they're using and if we could do that in government. Second, we want to do an online app. I'm already doing a, little, a lot of this work as the city clerk of Chicago modernizing, using things like e-forms, DocuSign, Signature, paying online, vision test online, all these things you can do from your mobile app on your phone. I also want to make sure, though, there is still a digital divide. Not everyone has Wi-Fi at their home or a laptop at home. So we need to make sure we're bringing services into the community. I started a mobile city hall that gives flexible hours to families across the city of Chicago that I'll bring to the Secretary of State's office, where we look at Saturday hours or evening hours once a month so people don't have to take time off work or find childcare. I'm a mom of a toddler. I can't stand in lines for four hours. There's not snacks in the world to keep her in line. So we need to make sure that we're looking at what works for families. You know, growing up in a working household, my dad didn't have those type of days to take off, so we're going to work on that. And Secretary White wants me to remind everyone that he already has a Skip the Line program. If you are a senior, a veteran, person with disabilities, or pregnant, you can already skip the line, and that's something that I will keep in our office as Secretary White is sharing of how he's brought the modernization. Lastly, on modernization, our libraries, which I think we'll get to, I want to make sure that our libraries, all 5,000, have Wi-Fi, broadband access. We can make these libraries Wi-Fi beacons for communities to tap into because during the COVID and pandemic, we saw families going into libraries' parking lots, even though they were closed, and typing, getting into their Wi-Fi so they could download their kids' e-learning materials. Uh, as your chief librarian, that's something that I want to really do is make sure that we're modernizing our libraries, especially as the same as we're doing with our DMV. The next question was where things got a little tense, no doubt because of dueling campaign commercials between Ana Valencia and Alexi Janulius. The issue was ethics. 
and David Moore led off the trio. And remember, rebuttals were not allowed. Um, as I said at the outset, I expand on making sure that we expand the expected general's office. First of all, let me tell you a question from an ethics standpoint. Um, clearly, I'm one of the one, only one that has not had any ethics issues. And that's the, that's the way I just carry my life as a uh, person, but also as an alderman. And I'm going to continue to do that because I believe the serving the people come first. But one of the things that I had to make sure is that as I talked to you all about, make sure I expand the inspector general's office, making sure that we have those integrity officers, officers in every department. I also want to make sure that uh, we um, increase and improve upon our um, our reporting requirements on our uh, financial statements, because that hasn't even been um, changed, according to Dick Simpson, in over like um, 50, 30 or 40 years. And so we have to um, make sure that we're including our spouses on there, the things that they're doing, any lobbying they're doing, in state or out of state, um, because those things become critical. And we have to make sure that we're taking politics totally out of um, totally out of government, that people don't have to um, work a job, cir circulate petitions um, to get hired. And so you could separate the politics uh, from the business, that people are getting promotions based on the work that they do and not on how many campaigns that they work on. And so those are the things that we're going to be making sure that we expand and giving the inspector general and making sure that ethics uh, and reporting requirements are you know, um, put in, as well as increasing fines. When you start increasing fines, for people that um, are not um, putting their information down and making those fines very hefty, then I think it'll be a deterrence there. So that's what I plan to do. Thank you. Anna Valencia. Yes, I also have an ethics plan on my website, and you can see it there. So I know all three of us have our ethics plan, and I support making sure we have integrity and accessibility and transparency in our government. I've showed up to every single forum, have questions. I've called for debates that are televised so we can have these conversations. I also want to be very clear about what's happening with my own ethics question. I have an opponent who's putting um, false negative ads out on the TV because he didn't have a record to run on, so he wanted to make up one for me. And I think it's important that facts matter. And so as a distraction of his facts of being state treasurer, there's a couple that I want to highlight. Um, when Alexis, who has said he's the only one that's held statewide office when he was there, lost $110 million in college savings fund program, or the Bright Star program, called one of the worst in the nation, that hurt working families like the one I grew up in. Um, also, when he was a loan officer at Broadway Bank, they also gave sketchy loans to mobsters that have been noted in the media. Um, also, most recently, we learned that as state treasurer, um, there were millions of dollars that were actually invested in gun manufacturers in Smith & Wesson. And while he was at BNY Mellon, it was also reported that BNY Mellon was one of the 12 dozen dirty investment banking that gave gun manufacturing and ammunition, one of the biggest that funded that. So those are things that I have with ethics. So if you want to have an ethical debate, I will have that all along, but just make sure if you're going to hold me accountable that you're also held accountable. Alexi Janulius. Well, Craig, this is, I think this is why people are sick and tired of politics. You ask someone a question about ethics and what they're going to do in the office and they feel the need to shift the uh, conversation. I think that's horrible. It's why people have lost trust in government, have lost trust in their elected officials. I'm glad she brought up all her ethical issues, and that's not something that I've brought up. It's something that the, the press has called her out on, because it's true. She has used her office as a cult, culture of corruption to enrich her and her husband and his lobbying career. I wouldn't have brought it up during this question. I would have talked about my plan, but since she did it, I feel the need uh, 
to bring up what she did. And the truth matters also. She's running ahead saying I'm not pro-choice, even though I've always been 100% pro-choice without exceptions. That's what politics, politicians do, and people are sick and tired of it. You asked the question about ethics. What are you going to do? She currently is married to someone who lobbies the city of Chicago, which she serves on. But yet she says if she gets elected, don't worry, he won't do it then. Again, that's what the media is talking about. That's what they're bringing up. People are sick and tired of it. Um, I am very proud of the work I did as state treasurer. My first day in office, to those of you who remember, I passed the most wide-ranging, comprehensive ethics package uh, in state government. We ran one of the most uh, ethical offices in the country. We were uh, highly regarded for that. I'm very proud of that. My ethics plan going forward, which is one of the reasons we've been endorsed by people like Congresswoman Jan Schakowsky and Brand Schneider and Mike Quigley and Chewy Garcia, because of our ethics package, because of the fact that I'm talking about why it's important to prohibit elected officials from serving as lobbyists, extending a two-year ban on elected officials from serving uh, as lobbyists, increasing the authority of the Inspector General. And I do think, as do most of the people in Illinois, that spouses and family members should be banned from uh, lobbying someone in their own household. And that's how people feel. Um, and I think it's really a sad state of affairs when someone has to not, not able, is not able to answer a question on their own ethics and feels a need to deflect. But that's up to voters to decide how to handle. If I may. Uh, we, um, we're not allowing rebuttals, sorry. Well, I hope that we'll have some debates you, so that we can have some rebuttals and be able to have a real debate. I think this is a real debate. That's not very nice. These people well, came here. Okay. This has been a sample of the questions and answers at a Democratic Candidates Forum for Illinois Secretary of State put on by the Union League of Chicago. I thank them for inviting me to participate, and we all thank the candidates, Anna Valencia, Alexi Janulius, and David Moore, for taking part. To our listeners, if you'd like a copy of this program or just to hear it again, please visit our website, wbbmnewsradio.com. There's a link on the homepage. You can also find our podcast on radio.com. We'll be back next week with another edition of At Issue, and I hope you'll be listening until then. I'm Craig Delamore, 105.9 WBBM. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. Hey, Rob Bradford here. I have set out on a mission with my good friend at FanDuel to prove what I have known for some time. Baseball isn't boring. Now I have a daily podcast to prove it with some of the most notable people in the baseball world screaming baseball isn't boring from the mountaintops or at least agreeing to come on our show. Players, managers, GMs, and yes, even the commissioner of baseball, Rob Manfred. It has been a constant wave of baseball's most powerful voices. So join the revolution. Subscribe and soak in baseball isn't boring. Listen on your Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. You'll be glad you did.